Well, welcome to Coffee with Vern, a time where we have intentional conversations about the gospel and we desire to talk about theological truth. Thanks for joining us. We hope you can learn and grow and be fed through this. <laughs> well, uh, Boker Tov, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. This had me a little coughing fit <laughs> yeah. there. At a moment, uh, I don't know if that'll be in there. So if that's edited out, I don't it's know. Probably I'm, good I'm for trying you. to figure out if I want to keep it in there. <laughs> I never know until I well, start. Dude, I shouldn't have done that because now I'm sweating even more. <laughs> for some reason, it's blazing hot in here today. But we are glad to be back with you. Hey, side note, so it doesn't like trip you out if we're talking about something. We are starting recording on Mondays. And but it'll still go up on Tuesday. Why would that trip anybody up? I don't know. Like if I'm talking about like, hey, we got Ecclesia tonight, but they think it's on Tuesday. I don't need kids showing up on oh okay. Tuesday night. I got you. You know I what I mean? But so and I feel that, like you just revealed a secret. Or something. Yeah. Now we're we're filming on Monday afternoon, and uh, that is because Stephen Lawson and his <laughs> wise words. I have been saying that name more than anything in the world right now, but. Uh, he says, save your mornings, uh, save your mornings for God, your afternoons for man and your evenings for your family. That's kind of, I can't really talk like him. He's got a nasally, to it. but I can see that. I can see that coming out of him. Yeah. From no, it's so like. true. So we are committed to doing some diligent study in the mornings. And so we're filming in afternoons, mm. but Hey, we will still have this out for you, but all that to say, welcome, uh, welcome back. We are welcome. still a week ahead. We are. I don't know what happened. I got no idea how, honestly. I don't either. Because I got sick. Apparently, we skipped a week. We have scheduled or had scheduled uh-huh. a week to skip. We started early. I don't we were supposed why. to skip a week. I don't either. Oh, Did you know you were going of the to the conference? conference? Okay. I, didn't, I couldn't remember if you knew that far back And then that we you did had it Thursday. Yeah. Well, we love you guys so much. You'll have a bonus episode. If you love that? us, happy birthday. Uh, there you go. <laughs> Bonus. But, we don't know what the bonus episode will be. Got no idea. But it will be somewhere. Somewhere. We'll toss Probably, it Probably. It, it'll have to be not next week, but the week after. Yeah. Because then we start the Reformation series. Yep. I'm excited about that this year. Uh, we got new books for that. It's going to be awesome. Woo-hoo. So, yeah, man. Well, so that's our little secret. But uh, welcome. We're welcome. we're so glad to be with you today. Wherever you are at, I pray that you are having a great cup of coffee as I have totally messed up my coffee. It's just sad. Uh, I got a brand new bag from Reformed Roasters and I made it horrible. It looks like um, it looks like water with uh, like apple juice mixed in. Like it's so light. Wow. It's nasty looking. So I didn't drink it. You didn't even but try I, it. No, I was scared to. Oh. I, and I mean, I still partially can't taste anything. Yeah. Um, it's awful. I can taste really spicy stuff, and that's about it. Like Laziza, amazing. That's oh. it. That's it though. That's what I was hoping. Oh, no, right. But hey, me and you can go there. Don't worry. We're yeah. gonna go there. I eat Laziza like three times a week and my bank account <laughs> knows it. But yeah, I love that place. It's not cheap. So but uh what we got for today, well we got two things we want to kind of talk about. Yeah. Um if this episode is shorter, it's because I started sweating immensely because I feel it sliding down my back. Or uh, we've had to edit a or, lot. Yeah, or there's a lot of edits. <laughs> but uh let me start with the easy thing yeah. first, right? Not um we're gonna talk about two things. One thing we wanted to talk about is the Hope Collective. We've been saying a little bit about it um, for the last couple of weeks, but our shirts are in for the Hope Collective, and these have been being advertised a little bit throughout the church, especially in the youth. But what is the Hope Collective? If you're wondering, we want to kind of give you a rundown of what that is and how 
we are praying that God would use this, um, this vision, this desire, this passion for his glory, ultimately. And if he closes the door, you know, that's his will. Praise God. Uh, like, I'm never going to be mad about something like that, but we're going to keep pursuing it until then. But the Hope Collective um, is really our homeless ministry that we are trying to get birthed uh, in the youth. Um, and the reason why is that's just been burdened for us as a youth to have a specific ministry field that we are committed to. Right. We partner with a lot of people and you can see our partners on our website. Like we, we partner with Jamie who we've had on the show. Um, we have partnered with ministries downtown. We have partnered with impact ministry. We, we really have done a lot of great work with our community, but something I wanted the kids to know is like, Hey, this is yours. Like this is your ministry that you're active in pursuing. Right. Um, and so, Homeless people are a huge burden in my heart and life and have been since I was in middle school. Um, and that partly is the story is my granddad. Uh, my granddad would give his shirt off his back. He would give the last dollar in his wallet. I watched it happen anywhere we were. And he just really instilled in me this desire to just give, right? That Lord will provide everything you need. You are called to give. It doesn't matter if it's the last of the last you give. Mm. Um, and I just really see the heart of Jesus in that um, as you study the scriptures and see the the personality of who Jesus truly was as he reached the least of these. As we talked about, Absolutely. was it last week or two weeks ago, uh, your quote that you gave? Um, do you remember we titled the episode? Oh, Losers or Keepers. Losers or Keepers. Two episodes ago. Right. And so yeah. uh, that's just been a hard cry. And so how we are starting, because we it's something new. You got to start somewhere is we have ordered some shirts that say HCO for Hope Collective. On the back, they say West Stakers. And these are for our, our members and for anyone that wants to partner in. And your proceeds of this, so they're $20, all $20 go directly towards the purchasing of book bags, of food, of socks, whatever. Um, we are trying to pack a full book bag um, with uh, some socks, some food, mm -hmm. uh, a water bottle, and certain items that we really don't think about homeless people really needing. For example, an umbrella. Yeah. Just a, a $5 umbrella. Imagine what that can do for someone who doesn't really want all of their clothes to be soaking wet. I mean, think about that. When we get wet, what do we do? We go home and we change. It's easy. Or, you know, we have something else to throw on. Them, it's all they have. And so, Little things like that, and we're going to make a packing list for it, but how you start right now is your donation is being put towards all of the efforts towards Hope Collective. We're not holding one uh, ounce of it back for anything. It is all going towards that, and we're going to have more details to come. We're trying to figure out uh, what the the push is going to be because we want to try to make two big pushes for it mm -hmm. a year. Seasonally. Yeah. Seasonal, like spring to summer, fall yeah. to winter. Warm clothes mm -hmm. and then like a ball cap in the summer right. and then in the winter, like a beanie, those kind of different things. Um, and what the, the, what we're planning on doing is if the, once we pack them, if the youth or their family want to commit, Hey, I'd like to take this bag. I'm going to commit to praying that the Lord would lead me directly to somebody to give it to. Right. We're, we're asking that students will do that with their families. But if they're like, Hey, I know I'm, I, I don't drive. I'm not going to see somebody. Um, and I need this to get to them. Uh, we're praying that they will trust us to do that. Um, me and Jesse have talked about our desires to pack my truck or his car go downtown and just walk around and give out. Mm. And all of that to say, again, you know, uh, our job is to give. 
Right. Yeah. And, and I'm one of those kind of people to give fruitfully uh, or frugally, if you will, or however it is. But uh, did not I just frugally. mess up another? Indian? Yeah. Not What's frugally. the word? Liberally. You, yes. you want to give to the fullest. Thank you. I, apparently, I mess up my idioms pretty bad. So just forgive me. <laughs> but I want to give to the fullest you and did. then trust that God will do the work. Right. And one thing we will put in every single one of them is a Bible. Yes. Um, because there is no greater gift than the word of God. And so that's how we're starting. If you have questions about that, feel free to email me, uh, james at westacres.org. We would love to kind of share our vision and we're going to be putting more stuff out and hopefully give you a link to what you can see we're doing. Um, and again, it's new and anything, there's something new, there's going to be kinks. We got to work out, but we thought the best way to start is sell a t-shirt, right? And then you get to take this and this can be a reminder for you to pray. Yeah. So every time you see someone that is on their own to pray for them right there in that moment, just Lord, I pray that they today would not be hungry. It's just little things. And here's the burden um, for us that live in Columbia County for a long time. Homelessness has not been something that's been in Columbia County. Well, it's moved out here. I live off of exit 190 and it's out in Grovetown. Right. And guess what? Uh, I'll tell you, my heart breaks when I hear people say, I can't believe homelessness is near my neighborhood. Mm. Those are people. Those are souls. How yeah. dare we? You know, it, well, our, our job should be to pray for them. And I'm telling you, I, I'm one of those kind of people. It's just my heart breaks for every single one of them. You know, and I'll give this story. When I was out west on a mission trip, um, we were handing out hamburgers uh, at a picnic for free. And I saw this homeless guy, and he was, he was gone. And he was wasted. Um, but I, I, my heart was just breaking um, as people were driving by, and he uh, is you know, begging them for money or food. I was like, you know what? I, I know that mentally he's not all there right now. Uh, he was intoxicated, but I'm going to go, and I'm going to try and be faithful. And we gave him some hamburgers, and we talked to him and tried to share the gospel with him for what it was worth, even though he was not able to really hear what we were doing. Um, but I, I, we prayed for him. And, um, even beside, even despite what was going on, um, in his life, right in that moment, he started weeping on us just because of the brokenness. And so, um, they're broken people that are hurting. And this is just a small way that we can get involved. And so we wanted to kind of share that. This is what they look like. Um, we only, we didn't order a lot. And so for this push, it's just first come first serve. When we run out of sizes, again, like we said, we'll do another, uh, it's a seasonal thing. And one way that we're going to help and how you can get involved if you're like, hey, I don't know what to put in the bag um, is by buying a shirt and committing to praying. And so if you would like one, again, the first come, first serve, uh, we've already sold a great amount. It's been awesome. Um, but you can reach me at james at westacres.org, and I'll put one on hold for you, or you can come see me any uh, day of the week on service or anything. So that's what we got. So, And then the big the big chew. I'm going to call it the big well, chew. Before we get into that, <laughs> before we get into the hard stuff, may I interject a little humor so we kind of ease into the hardness? Nah, I, I mean, humor is always needed. Okay. So uh, this is just, you know, what's I'm going on in our lives. I'm interested to see what you're going to do, you know? though. It's not about me. It's, it's about old Dan Moore. Good old Dan Moore story. Dan, right? And he's a faithful listener, he man. Is, Are you burning bridges? You need no, to be careful. No, please, no. Okay, so... Me and Allison have been having to adult an inordinate amount lately. Like, roof's leaking. Refrigerator ah. leaked, so we're having to get a new refrigerator. Also messed up the floor because it was leaking, so we got to replace the kitchen floor. So, Ooh. after all that, yeah, 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 yeah. Then, 
the other day, I noticed that the kid's bathroom, their toilet was leaking like a waterfall out the back. Oh, like, are you serious? I told Allison, I was like, I'm done. I'm done. Don't want to be an adult anymore. Sell the house. Don't want to. So anyway, my dad's like, well, you know, let me come. Let me come look at it. We'll look at it together. Um, He and I have already replaced one toilet in that house. So he comes in to look at it. I'm so sorry, Dad. I'm so sorry. So he takes off the the tank top, okay, and he goes and messes with it. He's like, I I can't see. I can't see anything going wrong. So put a towel down. I'm going to flush it. And we're going to see what happens, okay? We're just going to watch and see. So he flushes it, and the hose that runs Uh into the PVC, okay? Yes. It was loose and out. So a jet stream of toilet water sprays old damn more in the ear, all over the face, and all over the front of his Oh, damn. You You got toilet sprayed. All of a sudden, he flushed it. Just I didn't know what to do. But he's going, hey, 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 hey. No, I would, I'd do anything to watch Dan Moore in action. I was doubled over. I couldn't breathe. I this was laughing man. so hard. He's like, you didn't even try and help me. I was like, I'm, You're I'm dead. so sorry. But that was the funniest thing I've ever I, seen. You know, you're d- I don't know if your dad tries to be funny. He's just naturally funny. He's naturally um, funny. And, and we, you know, we started working out and Mr. Dan comes and uh, you were <laughs> supposed to do five rounds of lunges. Five yeah, so so one one down and back one time. Yes, per. I'm into five down and backs around. So he did almost twenty before he realized he did twenty <laughs> rounds of lunges. <laughs> he was like, "No wonder you guys are getting done." I'm like, "Mr. Dan, this is not how it's supposed no. to go." Yeah. See, here's our goal. We're trying to uh, get fit, not die. Die. <laughs> um, yeah. Stay tuned. James is going to work out for the first time tonight, and that's not true. Try not to black out. Don't lie. I, I, this Don't first lie. time with the friends. Okay. I tried to work out last Thursday and almost blacked out. Yeah. Thanks, COVID. Um, anyway, so, before that's we true. get to the heaviness. We wanted to give you I, a, a... I really... I needed to share that with everybody because I want them to I mean, part of this show is that we it. talk about our dads. Yeah. I want, to, I want everybody to enjoy the picture of toilet water spraying. <laughs> yeah. I mean, part of this show is that we talk about our dads. Dude, that night I couldn't stop laughing. Like, uh, I hurt so bad from laughing. If you want to hear a good story about toilets... I can't share it on air because it's just too funny. Uh, but I'd love to tell you about a story my dad we just need to have me a- about. So that's your little pause because today's topic is hefty meat. <laughs> All right. So let me just go ahead and throw the cat out of the bag. Like a burden of mine is that we today, and I, I got to, I'll throw myself, I have been guilty of this in college. Um, we struggle to identify false teachers. We do. Now, and, now and like we struggle because we don't see them or we struggle because we label too many people false teachers. Um, I or think there could be a blend. I yeah. think, I think the big greatest struggle is we struggle with false teachers because, um, our flesh likes what they're saying. Yeah. Um, and then also uh, I would, and this is not a jab, but uh, also a reality is we, we don't know scripture well enough to be able to identify their faults. Yeah. Well, it, you know what I mean? It's okay. So second Peter uh-huh. chapter two. Yes. Okay. Great passage on this. Right. He says there will be false teachers. Mm-hmm. It's pro- almost every single epistle refers to them. Right. And, and not like uh televangelist, cult leader, those kind like 
in your church. We're talking everyday, about within your sheepfold. Right. Yeah. Everyday people. Yeah. But we're saying it's very easy for us to uh, false yeah. teachers just to creep in. Now, yeah. how do we know that? Ephesians 20, not Ephesians, excuse me. There's no not 20 chapters in Ephesians. <laughs> it, Paul is speaking to the church in Ephesus, but Acts 20, he tells them as he's leaving to depart for Jerusalem, he says, watch out for fierce wolves among the flock. Yeah. And now that is referring to those that are going to come in to devour. They want to come in and ruin. But also there is a, a undertone of watch out for false teachers, sheep's clothing, wolves and sheep's clothing, or the scripture. Yeah. And so, and I, I've, we've talked about this before. Almost every single epistle refers to a focus on beware of false teaching. Yeah. Galatians, what are they dealing with? The Judaizers, false prophets, right? And so we, it's something that we really, as believers, as we grow in sanctification, it is something that we really need to recognize and also be able to share with each other in a, and I'm talking about in a healthy way. Yeah. Hey, you need to watch out for this. Well, or you might not need to watch you're that. You're called to a good shepherd warns his sheep of the wolves. That's right. right. I mean, that's, that's right. Just, it's such a issue today because oh, we, yeah. Pervasive. Um, we, we have based a lot of what we like to listen to off of how do we feel Yes. And emotions. Yes. And that's where you've got, you got to be careful. Well, that's one of the signs of a false teacher, right? Mm -hmm. It's not what what do people need to hear, but what do people want to hear? Right. And so our goal is not to start, give you a list. Yeah. I I mean, I, I, if you are struggling in this area and you recognize and identify that, then I would love to sit down and talk to you and share with you, like, here are some good biblical preachers to be listening to during the week. Yeah, we're not going to that we're not on open air. That's that's not my job. My, yeah. you know, only God knows the heart. But I will tell you, I'm, we want to give you some clues. Yeah, some identifications, like of, hey, if this is being taking place, you might want to consider not listening to them. Or even if you're not a part of West Acres and you're hearing these things from the pulpit in your church, you might want to consider leaving. Well, and it's dangerous too. Second Peter two one, they will secretly introduce destructive heresies. Yeah. Secretly. And this has been going on in all of church history. Yeah. Even, I mean, the Old Testament prophets, they had to deal with, I mean, Jeremiah, yes. he was thrown into a cistern because he said, hey, you guys are going to be, we're, we're going to be destroyed, mm-hmm. right? We're going to be taken. And the false prophets were saying, no, peace, peace, times of peace. And yep. Jeremiah saying, no. Well, And you think about Galatians, you think about what the Judaizers did. They were false prophets trying to use the Old Testament. Right. Well, there like, you go. And the uh, the reality is they will use the scriptures to sway you, they will. but they're improperly teaching and using them out of context. And guess who those are workers of? The enemy. Because the enemy himself knows the scriptures and taints it. Yeah. Right? Have, uh, he doesn't truly know it, but you know what I mean. Matthew 13, 38. <laughs> the field is the world, and mm-hmm. good seed is the son of the kingdom. The weeds are the sons of the evil one. And Warren Wiersbe, he has this good quote, Satan plants his counterfeits wherever God plants true believers. That's it. That's it. That's so true. And so it's something as a as a mature believer, as you're growing in maturity, you need to know, hey, this is, uh, I, I, I shouldn't be listening to this. Or, yeah. hey, I need to, the Lord needs to lead me somewhere new. You know? Well, even if you have those questions, where's the one place you want to go to? Scriptures. You're supposed to test everything against test the scripture. everything. Yeah. I'm telling you, um, if you agree with absolutely everything that your pastor's teaching, that's not good. I, right. and I, that's from, that's a quote of John Piper. Right. Right there. And, and I'm not saying 
like, oh, well, I, I, I'm not telling you to look for things you disagree with. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that you need to be testing it with scripture, not questioning their character, right. but testing it with scripture so that you can grow in it. Right. Right. That's biblical to test the things of scripture, because if it's true, guess what? Then the scripture will support it and it will be a beautiful thing. Yeah. But if it's not, then you know, hey, I really need to seek out this passage. Yeah. And so that's what our goal is. The first step I would say for, if we're putting it into steps, like how are you going to identify false teachers as you listen and test with scriptures? So, yeah. So in Atlanta, I went to a few different churches while I was there for college. I went to one church that I stopped going to because I remember one Sunday going in, had a lot of friends who went there. Um, and the guy said, we're not going to be using the Bible today. <laughs> and I said, oh, no, I don't think I'll be coming so, here anymore. And that, I saw what I was about to say was the second step. So you're testing everything with scripture that you're hearing. The second thing, the practical thing is if the pastor does not use his Bible or if you hear more of his opinion than the scriptures, yeah. you need to question where you're at. Well, see, I, I do that same thing with books. Mm -hmm. I do not tell somebody or recommend a book if that book does not have copious amounts of scriptural footnotes. Mm, yeah. Like, I, I think it was J.I. Packers. This is the most that I've ever seen in my life because they're basing their information for their book off of the scriptures. Which is the sole authority. Correct. And so if you have a book that doesn't reference scripture, but it's a Christian right. book, I would caution against now, that. Now, and call it harsh, but... If we, as a preacher, your only calling is to preach the scriptures, not your opinion. Yeah. And so if you're listening to someone's opinion, you're listening to nothing different than just a pep talk or a motivational speech. Right. Right. Um, and that goes into like the next point I was thinking of is like, if it sounds like a motivational speech, it's not a sermon. Well, that's what, that goes back to what, what I was saying originally. Like false teachers, a lot of them will tell you what you want to hear. And mm -hmm. that leads into like, does it make your life more comfy? Does it make you feel That's at right. ease? Well, I'm not yeah. saying like as Christians, we're not supposed to feel at ease and comfortable, but if you're not being convicted mm -hmm. and you don't feel like the conviction of sin and the weight of sin, That's what I'm saying. And your need for grace, if you're just live your best life, you know, mm -hmm. God wants you to live your best life. You know, he wants you to be happy and wealthy and healthy and it's uh, last, and see, test that with scripture. Test it with scripture. What's promised in scripture? Suffering. suffering. <laughs> Persecution. Suffering, not wealth. Suffering. Yeah. Um, and so, so like, there's, there's us head. putting it into practice and testing it. Um, yeah, it, I heard it from a professor in college. Like, um, if, if the person on the stage behind the pulpit sounds like a motivational speaker, get up, walk out, yeah. and run. Yeah. And the reason why is you can get motivational speakers anywhere. The preacher is called to preach only the scriptures. Yeah. Like that's, we're, as a preacher, we are supposed to be living out the same role as a prophet, which was to be the mouthpiece of the word of God. We are to be proclaiming the word of God and nothing else. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm not saying the preacher can't share every once in a while. Like, guys, I'm going to be honest with you. Like, we need to be burdened to pray for this, based off a of passage of scripture. You know what I mean? The set the example series we just finished up, our passages were Philippians, but I was sharing with the students, like you are to be the difference in your schools and set the example, but that is biblical. Yeah. You know what I mean? So this, I thought this was very interesting. Second Peter two seventeen, 
Um, he talks about a waterless spring. False teachers are waterless springs. Yes. Uh, it's an interesting image because you're supposed to get refreshment. Like, you know, you pay big bucks for spring, you know, natural spring you're water. Kidding. So a false teacher being a waterless spring is promising that refreshment and then delivering none of it. Deliver. Oh man, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was so interesting. Well, but then from that, you're confused. Like, well, okay, you're, well where, so you keep going back gospel, for more. Yeah. You keep going back for more. Cause maybe you missed something the first time. Well, it's a false gospel. It's a false faith. And sadly yeah. it leads to false salvation. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's why we wanted to talk about this. This season is um, it is so essential that you understand and recognize these things because it's ever present. It is ever so present. Careful. And here's the other thing. You won't ever be able to identify these things though. If you're not first in the word, the more I learn about the word, the more I learn the truth of it and yeah. I can identify the false. Yeah. And, and that's just reality. Um, and the same goes with test and music, but that's another episode. Well, see this, <laughs> it reminds me of, there's a, a guy who used to come here and would come to the men's Bible study regularly. I don't remember his name. He was a stand-up guy, but part of his testimony was it was one of those TV series. The it was like the Bible TV mm-hmm. series. Yeah. Okay, so they had a couple of things. I don't know. I didn't watch it, so I won't. I won't speak on that. But he saw some things that he thought were true mm-hmm. that they portrayed a certain way in that show. And I'm not denouncing the show or anything like that. Sure. Just using it as an example. And so he thought a couple of things were true because he saw it in that show because he was a baby Christian. Sure. But then he decided to look in the Bible himself, and he there started reading the Bible, and he was like, okay, well, that's not in there. So he was able to validate it, yeah. Right, and so that, I mean, there it is right there. If you don't look and test it against the Scriptures yourself, you could probably believe something because right. these people, they're, they'll charm you with their quote-unquote authority and their, that's right. you know, you think they know all this stuff. Yeah, um, it's so true. It, you've got to be in your word because it is your sword. It is your identifier. Um, another thing I would also say, you know, like, cause I'm a practical kind of person. I got to have steps to recognizing and steps, yeah. these things. Like another thing, and this is not, um, to, uh, you know, downplay or beat up anybody, but, um, I would encourage, like, if you're on YouTube, um, and you're like trying to find lessons and preachers, I would encourage you to, be very, you know, very careful with mega churches of today. Very careful. Yeah. I'm not, no, I'm not condemned. There are some great churches that would probably, because a number, be considered mega churches like Village, which yeah. is Matt Chandler. Um, I think J.D. Greer's would probably be in that with the the mm-hmm. summit. And and David Platt's are, possibly because of the number, yeah. you know. And all three of those are people and that you should probably go listen to. <laughs> those are three guys that I, you know, I'm very regular. thankful yeah. for in my life. Um, but there are others that I'll leave nameless that you just need to be very careful. Well, so of. here, this is what you can do because, you know, technology, thank you for being both awful and good at the same time. Yeah. Okay. So what what's one thing you can do if you find somebody that interests you and you think you might want to listen to, you can go to their website. Now, this Research. doesn't always tell you everything. They could be saying one thing online, right. like on the website and be totally not for it. But a lot of people have their statements of faith online, and you That's can right. look exactly what, what they stand for. And um, I will tell you this. If the statement of faith, those statements of faith don't have scripture next to them. Oh, yeah. Be careful. No doubt. Yeah, I, I love it when I see a church has statements of faith with scripture passages you can go reference, or they have tagged to it the Baptist faith and message Yes, if there's not scripture on it. 
because the Baptist faith, the message is saturated it in is. scripture. I mean, you can go. I love seeing that. Or like for a Presbyterian church, they have the Westminster Confession of Faith. Yeah. Things like that are rooted in scripture. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, that's a great source to use. Um, but it's not wrong to research it's what not. you're listening to. It's I mean, actually you, you would research for most. I mean, when you're going to buy a product online, right. do you do the research before that's you right. buy it? Yes, you do. Or so if you're thing. going to apply for a job, you do the you research. Do the research. And yeah. so, so it why would be you do the that same here? for our, the greatest importance of our yeah. life, which is our walk with the Lord. Absolutely. Um, and this, again, you know, our role is not to condemn people on this podcast, but our role is to feed our sheep. Yeah. And I will tell you, I'm not doing my job if I don't encourage my sheep to go the right way instead of the wrong way. Right. Um, and I, I will tell you, I'd be the first. I mean, my flesh really would like to just give you a rap sheet of guys to never <laughs> go listen to, but that's not my place. Yeah. Right. I want to encourage you to, I want you to be encouraged to go study the word and be able to identify these things on your own. Yeah. Because right, that's spiritual maturity. That's Absolutely. growth. Well, see, um, that's okay. So you talk about spiritual maturity. That's another thing. Like some people may not be false teachers. They just may have been wrongly led. Sure. Okay. So some people are teachable. But the mark of a real false teacher is pride and arrogance. Man, I'm telling you. Not pride and arrogance come before the fall. Well, see, that's what, and we, man, we talk about this verse all the time. And Matthew, you know, Lord, Lord, didn't I prophesy in your, okay. So right. that, what are they doing there? Look what we did for, look what I it's all about me, me, me. did for you. Sorry. And so on the flip side of that, the people who God says, welcome to the kingdom of heaven. What mm-hmm. did they say? That's but, right. But what did I do for you? That's right. That's right. It's it's humility versus it's all arrogance. about. I mean, you who I don't want to stand next to you on the last day if you show up going, well, God, I did this for you. No, yeah. don't be near me. Uh uh-uh. uh, yeah. right? Because I want to on the last day. All I want to hear is, uh, like I want to hear the welcome home, which we have been yeah. told that for the servants of the Lord through the scriptures. Um, well done, my good and faithful servant. That's great, but I'm telling you, there's something sweet about just knowing I'm going home. Um, I think one thing we need to also talk about is not everyone that you disagree with mm. is a false teacher. That's right. Um, so Al Mohler had his uh, theology triage, which we, we use that his terminology a lot when we talk about things. He has the first order, secondary, and third order, right? And so his first order is things that, the doctrines that you cannot move on. You talking about first tier, second tier? Right, like, yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know... First tier, obviously, salvation, trinity. Virgin birth. Yeah, all that stuff. Okay, so once you get past that, if you disagree, because, you know, interdenominational, you're going to disagree on doctrines. But if you get past second or past first, get into second and third tier things, that doesn't mean necessarily that person is is a false teacher yeah. like you, you know that like just views means, on revelation yeah yeah exactly that just means that they have different you know lower doctrinal differences than you yeah as it, long as they don't differ on the things that really matter yes if they okay. deny the trinity false prophet Correct. if they deny the virgin birth false prophet they if they say bodily Jesus, resurrection that's right False prophet. (laughs) They say Jesus was not fully God. Yeah. False prophet. Those are actual 
real heresies of church history. Like, yes. And so those are first tier, first tertiary yeah. uh, doctrines. But some of the ones that you can, uh, you don't have to go, oh, false prophet is like differences in revelation. Yeah. Right. Differences on church membership. Yeah. Things Somebody's like that. doctrines about those may be different from yours. That, That's right. That doesn't mean that they're heretics. Old, old earth, new earth. Yeah. Like th- that's not going to change your salvation. <laughs> Just be honest. So anyway, I, I wanted to cover that too. Like it's important. You got to be yeah. careful not going around being like, oh, false teacher, false teacher. Yeah. And I'm, I, I'm going to be the first to confess. I was guilty about this in college. I, and, well, and, it's and, easy to fall into that. Yeah. I was guilty of going heretic. Do you know like what how harsh that is? Do you know what they did with heretics? They burnt them, and yeah. killed them, and so like you know, I I'll confess I was guilty of that. Um, and it's not it's not true. Like we need to know, we need to know what our first tier doctrines. We need to know what matters. Like what is like going to change the state of my soul? Right. Well, you deny the virgin birth. You deny that Jesus was <laughs> fully man. You yeah. deny that he had a, a miraculous conception. Like, yeah. You got some issues. Yeah. And so that's, that's first tier. But yeah, it's good that you bring that up. But since we aren't going to identify false ones, right, with giving you names, but what we will do is give you names of good guys. Go yeah, check out. Absolutely. Because that is recommendations. So, that is so encouraging. So yeah. we'll just, before we close out, we'll, uh, we'll tease around with some, some guys that have really impacted our lives that we would encourage you to get saturated in. Because here's the thing you need to be in a local church. You need to be active in a local church. I'm not talking about on uh, in the house. I'm talking about you need to be in a local church. Now, I know the circumstances, but it's, it is, you need it, right? You need yeah. the local church. And so um, be active in your church Sundays, Wednesdays, whatever's going on. But throughout the week, if you're driving, if you make long commutes, it is a great thing to have other guys to put a sermon on. I've gotten to where I'd rather listen to sermons more than music. And for like, that's big because I love music but I love just hearing guys preach now. Yeah. So hit me, uh, give me a couple of names, Jesse, that are some of your favorites you would recommend. Uh, uh, you know, I like Matt Chandler. Well, we know that's your okay. top. Yeah. yeah. I like Sinclair Ferguson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also like Alistair Beck. Okay. So that's two Scottish guys. I may be a little be careful, yeah. biased there. JD Greer has some great stuff on right now. Media. Yeah. JD's old stuff is some of my favorite. Yeah. Um, I've read and the summit app has all his sermons on there. Like all his old stuff really helped me in college. So connected to JD Greer is Brian Loritz. Mm -hmm. And I really like his stuff too. And he has done something with Matt Chandler, which is how I found who he was. Um, So yeah, there's a, there's a, there's a some really good guys. And there's a, the cool thing about the handful that Jesse just gave you is there's some really scholarly guys. Yes. And then there's some guys that are going to be a little bit more down to earth, easier to kind of follow depending on where you're at in your walk. Out of, you know, the guys that I'm kind of plugged into right now, uh, Stephen Lawson is my favorite uh, preacher um, as far as in the world of those that travel and that are big into discipling uh, young preachers. Stephen Lawson encourages me. Um, When I hear Stephen Lawson, I think of, man, I want to be like Stephen at his age. Like, Mm. he is passionate and if you watch his old sermons, there, it's nothing changed. There's no like, yeah, turn to your Bible. It's excitement every time. So Stephen Lawson, somebody I do, I'm very thankful for. Um, another guy I listen to a lot is Miles Fidel uh, at Auburn Community. Um, and that's oh, yeah. where my best friend was a member while he was in college. 
Uh, Miles is a lot like a Matt Chandler. Their church is very similar to the village, I would say. I don't know if they would agree, but I would say. Uh, those are the two main guys I use on podcast. Um, a couple of the guys who I do respect, I listen. I used to listen to a lot of Matt Chandler, and I still love listening to Matt Chandler. Uh, his long series, I need to go back and start. And I hate like jumping in the yeah. middle of a series. I like to be yeah. up in one. I'll tell you somebody who really, um, really helped me uh, fall in love with uh, just reading and studying was John Piper mm. um, through college. I read Desiring God um, junior year of college, and it really shook me up. And uh, just I've always loved listening to John Piper. Some people can't stand to listen to him, but. That man is zealous. I've yeah. listened to a ton of John Piper sermons. Yeah. Uh, one of his best ones is from Passion Conference. One of Matt Chandler's best ones is from Passion <laughs> Conference. We don't elevate these guys. Mm-hmm. Our desire is not to make them and be, uh, they're not God. No. But these guys are guys that God has called as servants that have been influential in our lives. And we encourage that they would be influential in yours. I um, mean, these are guys that, you know, our pastors as a staff, we listen to as well. Um, I know me and Malone just got back from that conference talk about last week, and we both are just very thankful for Stephen Lawson. Uh, Malone is a big Jeremy Morton guy. Mm-hmm. Um, who he was? He's what's the guy's name that was there before Jeremy Morton? Johnny Hunt. He was a big Johnny Hunt guy, and so these are guys that we uh, all respect. Um, uh, one guy that uh, you know I struggle to listen to just because I they're long sermons and it's tough to stay focused. Uh, it's John MacArthur, though. Oh. And I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. John MacArthur is 82 years old. He has served at Shut Grace up. Community for 52 years. I did not realize 52 years at one church. The Lord knows, you know, how much longer he will have his faithful servant here. And I pray wow. it is for a long time. But someone who has been faithful in the pulpit, John MacArthur. And so these are guys that we want to encourage you to go out and... If you like, man, I'm just in a rut. Like I'm, I'm let's, let's say you're a West Acres member, man, I'm, I'm faithful on Sundays and Wednesdays and I'm in a Bible study and I'm thankful for the teaching of our pastors and I've been connecting, but I need some stuff throughout the week. And if you're like us, like, you know, we're, we're here every Sunday. So it's tough to go back and listen to the old sermons that we've been in. You might need something new. Guess what? Go, go check out one of these guys. Yeah. We would love to hear that you are being poured into through the teaching of the word, right? Be poured in. Um, and like I said, podcast has made that so available as if you listen to this on a podcast platform, you've got it at your fingertips. Yeah. Auburn Community Church, Village Church, all of them are on there. So go check them out. Um, we would love to hear what you're listening to. Share with us. If there, if you found a great sermon, share with us. Uh, but man, good stuff. And then we, uh, we get started with some really good stuff coming up here soon, don't we? Oh, yeah. So if we stick to our schedule, we have a surprise interview next week. Which we got to figure out where we're going to slide in our opening. Yeah. Yeah. So we've got some interviews. And so then after that, I think that's where our bonus episode will be. It'll either be next week or the the week week after after will be the bonus episode. Okay. Uh, And then we jump right into Reformation Month, which our Reformation t-shirts should be here in a week and a couple of days yeah we and those are first come first serve we've got a really cool shirt design for this year and a really low number of shirts very low (laughs) so if you're gonna we're selling those for 15 bucks and so exciting stuff coming in we've got a great season ahead of us i'm excited but uh until then until then
Until next Monday when James tries to make better coffee. Enjoy, man. Have a great week. Go read. Go listen to the word. Saturate yourself. All right? Good stuff. But hey, we love you. Shabbat Shalom. We'll see you next week.